We are getting close to the end of our beloved story, The K, and I am starting today on chapter 17. Ten pebbles had gone into my time can when I decided to do something Timothy had told me never to do. I was tired of eating fish and sea grape leaves, and I wanted to save the few green coconuts I'd managed to find on the ground. There were none left in the trees. I wanted scallops or a langosta to roast over the fire. I didn't dare go out off North Beach for scallops because of the sharks, but I thought there might be a langosta, which is like a lobster, clinging to coral at the bottom of the fishing hole. From what Timothy had told me, the sea entrance to the hole was too narrow for a large fish, a shark, to swim through. Barracuda, he said, could go through, but they were not usually so dangerous. If there happened to be an octopus down there, it would have to be a very small one. The big ones were always in deep water. So he'd said it was safe for him to dive in the hole. I sharpened a stick the way Timothy had done, but I knew that if I felt a langosta with my left hand, I would have to be very quick with my right hand or he would use his tail to push away from me across the sand. With Stu Cat, I went down to the reef and felt my way along until I found the familiar edges of the hole. I told Stu Cat, if I'm not out in 20 minutes, you'd better jump in and get me. The crazy cat rubbed along my leg and purred. Holding the sharpened stick in my right hand, I slipped into the warm water, treading for a moment, waiting to see if anything came up. Then I ducked my head underwater, swam down a few feet, and came up again. I was certain that nothing was in the hole aside from the usual small fish I yanked out each morning. After a few minutes, I had my courage up and dove into the bottom. Holding the sharp stick in my left hand now, and using my right hand to feel the coral and rocks. Coming up now and then for air, I slowly felt my way around the bottom of the small pool, touching sea fans that waved back and forth, feeling the organic pipe, coral, and the bigger chunks of brain coral. Several times I was startled when seaweed or sea fans would brush against my face and swam quickly to the surface. It must have taken me nearly 30 minutes to decide that I could hunt Ligosta in the hole. This time, I dove in earnest. I went straight down, touched the bottom, and then took a few strokes toward the coral sides of the pool. Timothy had said that Langosta were always on the bottom, usually over against the rocks and coral. To my amazement, I touched one on the first sweep and drove the sharp stick into him, swimming quickly to the surface. Panting, I shouted to Stukat, Lobster tonight! I swam to the edge, pushing the langosta off the stick, caught my breath again, and dove. I dove many times without again touching the hard shell that meant langosta. I began sticking my hands deeper into the shells and over the ledges near the bottom. I rested a few minutes, then decided I'd make one more dive. I was happy with the lobster that was now on the reef, but it was quite small barely a meal for Stewcat and myself. I dove again, and this time found what seemed to be an opening into a deep hole, or at least the hole went far back. There has to be a big lobster in there, I thought. Up I came again, filled my lungs, and dove immediately. 
I ran my hand back into the hole and something grabbed it. Terrified, I put my feet against the rocks to pull away. The pain was severe. Whatever had my wrist had the strength of Timothy's arms. I jerked hard and whatever it was came out with my arm, its tail smashing against my chest. I kicked and rose to the surface, the thing still on my wrist, its teeth sunk in deep. I'm sure I screamed as I broke water, flailing toward the edge of the hole. Then the thing let loose and I made it up over the side and out of the hole. Pain shooting up my entire arm, I lay panting on the edge of the pool and gingerly began to feel my wrist. It was bleeding, but not badly. But the teeth had sunk in deep. It wasn't a fish because the body felt long and narrow. Sometime later, I made an informed guess that it had been a very large moray eel. Whatever it was, I never got back into the hole again.